This is The Relationship, where we analyze pop culture to give you relationship advice that works. I'm Toya, and I got Eric and Jason. There we go. Again. Again. Hey. And for emails, send those into The Relationship at Power77Radio.com. And Jason, what do we have? We got one coming from Phoebe. All the way from New York. Brooklyn, New York. Phoebe's got a okay, question. Brooklyn. Yeah, house. Brooklyn. This is where like the Friends theme song should be going or something, right? Phoebe? Uh, yeah, okay. I guess okay, I'm the only one. That was a reaction. Yeah, right, okay. okay. Stick with the question. Okay. Okay. All right. So here we go. Phoebe says, hello, I need some help with getting my boyfriend to make a decision on marriage. We've been dating for about three years. and Whenever we talk about marriage, he gets super excited, but he doesn't make a move. I guess it makes sense that he wants to wait for right now because he says his work has him traveling too much and he wants to get married after the job slows down which happens after he gets his promotion how long is too long to wait for marriage and should i make the first move to get married hmm well phoebe i can tell you the easy way to promote marriage and that's to eliminate sex Mm. <laughs> that will, and uh, next question yeah <laughs> so let, let's let's expand it a little more i i would say in the context of are you doing marriage stuff even though you're dating so there, there's certain oh, things right. that that you get with a marriage commitment that you should not get dating sex would be one of those so i mean are you acting like a wife because if you're acting like a wife, then the guy's got right. no motivation because he's like, we're good. Right. I like where we're at. I, you know, Part of moving towards marriage is saying, this is somebody I want to spend my life with. So now that means this is a person I want to open up more aspects of my mm-hmm. life. And I want to make more commitments and sacrifices to you because you've committed back to me. So there should be an amping up of things you do and give and take in the relationships i would evaluate there are there things i'm doing that that are wife things not girlfriend things Mm. and i i would cut back on those and say we don't have a marriage commitment so there's you know here's some stuff i want to dial back on because i you know that whole when you know traveling cuts down and when you know if you get a promotion (laughs) promotions usually do not lead to less work right promotions now maybe like i'm a traveling sales guy and when i get promoted to sales manager i'll have less travel Mm -hmm. i understand that but you're gonna have a bunch of other stuff too so you may be home but you may be more engaged and work until 10 at night and so that's going to cause a separate set of issues if you're so. definitely waiting for life to settle down it ain't gonna happen no it's, no, not. it's so. it life's about seasons and navigating the seasons so i'm like dude if you guys know it's marriage and both think it's marriage do premarital counseling mm-hmm. count the cost make sure you're prepared you both feel good about it and then so what it. about the second part of the question about about ladies that go you know what maybe i should be the one to uh to propose to make that move well, i think you know what whatever you set as a precedence on the front end expect that the rest of the marriage so you can go Ooh. ahead and continue to take the lead you're gonna take the lead spiritually you're gonna take the lead on vision and whatever else for the family you're gonna uh, i'd rather i'd rather let him take the lead on that oh i like that <laughs> there you go yeah that my thoughts but yeah what do you I, think toya no i agree with that that's that's really you know because you look at it and so you do have a lot of women that are just like you know what i'll just propose a man don't always have to do it but you're right that actually does set the precedence for the entire relationship of you running it and i promise because that's not how god designed us was to lead you're gonna get tired and then you're gonna be mad when he's not leading when that's kind of how you started it and usually the reason you want to take the lead 
is because you want to control things, which is yeah. not a healthy precedence for any relationship. Is like, well, if I'm in control, I can control how vulnerable I want to be, how much hurt is going to come in my life, and all that kind of, you know, and then. We moved down a whole different road because we're not talking about trust anymore. We're talking about yeah. trying to minimize pain and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Oh, man. And let that me just add so to what much. you said about removing sex and all that. You're not talking about, well, play these games to manipulate it to get your way. You're talking about living like you're supposed to be living. Yeah. Be the girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. No, it's not a. Well, then, if you're not going to ask me, then you don't get sex. Right. It's you shouldn't be getting sex because you haven't made a marriage commitment. You, you shouldn't right. be getting me sacrificing X, Y, Z in my life for you when you're not my husband. I'm, right. I'm going to make much more sacrifices for my wife than I would for a girlfriend. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, my life's going to be much more open and vulnerable, open book to my wife than it is to a girlfriend there's there's stages and phases of what you get access to based on your level of commitment right mm. and so i think that's that's some of the problem where you get these people dating for five six seven years it's because you've given your boyfriend or girlfriend husband or wife access to you yeah and it's like nothing there's no gain in the marriage yeah all it is is a piece of paper and a wedding right but yep. it shouldn't be it should be a whole new level Mm. of connection and intimacy and relationship right. yep so, yeah man, that's good man phoebe thank you so much good question phoebe. yeah yeah thank you for that question and um for any more questions send those into the relation shop at power 77 radio.com and if you want to check out eric on relation shots on youtube go on over there and get some more advice Change your Bam. life. Change your yeah. life. And pow, Eric, pow, pow. <laughs> what we get into today? <laughs> Today's going to be kind of fun. So we're yeah. going to talk about, uh, we were specific in how we termed it. So we're going to explain this, but uh, we're going to talk about family patterns. Are they a blessing or a curse in your relationship? <laughs> and a lot of people would call it gen, you know, generational stuff or generational curses. But uh -huh. when people start talking about generational curses, you, you get weird spiritually, right? Because right. that makes it sound like, and people are going to go back to. So, anytime you talk about generational curses, then people love to run back to Exodus and start mm. talking about where it says, you know, the generation be cursed to the third and fourth generation yeah. of your kids, and then it feels like this fatalistic thing, like my my great grandfather X Y Z, and so now that's on me, mm. like something I can't get off. But the reality is, we're not under that, right? Jesus right. Yeah. came to give us freedom and even mm -hmm. if you don't want to jump in the new testament yet in ezekiel 18 it talks about this whole idea that the one who sins that's the one whose soul dies it talks about this idea that mm -hmm. the son will not share the guilt of the father nor will the father share the guilt of the son so even in the old testament there's god gives clarity on the fact that i don't i don't pay for my father's sin mm -hmm. like it's my sin i may pay the consequences right if i have right. an alcoholic father who is verbally or physically abusive, there's going to be some consequences in my life. Yeah. And seeing that modeled may make it easier for me to step into that. Maybe even genetically, mm -hmm. I may be pre more predisposed. But it's not like his choices somehow overwhelm and envelop me and, and I'm a prisoner right. to that. That's why I don't like the term generational curses because yeah. it, it makes it sound like you're now a prisoner under this blanket you can't get out from. So mm. uh, we want to talk more about the idea of family patterns. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and is that a blessing or a curse and then <laughs> do you recognize them and then what do you do about them 
<laughs> right? Are you just doomed to repeat just because, mm. well, that is what it is. So that's, that's what we're talking that's about. In the all genes, all huh? that stuff. People say that's in the genes. They just right? can't help I just, it. I just <laughs> can't help it. That's just how we are. Yeah, man. Uh, they say we're <laughs> blank, fill in the last name. We're, we're Joneses. That's right. just how we do. Right. Well, not necessarily. <laughs> not scare you to death godly. to be a parent. What you're going to pass down to your kids that you don't know about. Right. And hey, y'all, along with this show, go ahead and listen to episode 16, where we talked about how to handle family drama. Um, And that way, that'll help you get a better understanding of this show. And and again, our podcast is on Google, Apple, Spotify, and other places that I'm not going to name. think of Mary J. Blige when you hear family drama. That song just resonates in my head. Yeah. Mm. A little hateration. Hateration. Take your word for it. I'll take your word for it. Jason. (laughs) Jason's playlist. Gotcha. It's on my playlist. He's got Limp Biscuit, U2, Mary J. <laughs> Three bands and a person I've never listened to. <laughs> that was my top five Jason's. I need to do a top yeah, oh, five do. J- Jason's top five songs of all time. Ooh. Just make stuff up. Yeah, yeah. I'd like make to hear those. <laughs> That's half the show of you making stuff up. <laughs> Yeah. Oh well, whatever. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. So right. I, go you ahead. go go ahead. Family patterns. Go, All right. Go so I was it. gonna say, when I look at my family, I'm like, okay, so like my parents' generation, it was kind of a split of you know divorced or not divorced. So that was kind of it wasn't heavier on either side, but where it was very heavy is very strong women very strong women and you know as a kid i appreciated that like i was just like oh that is so cool like she can do anything like and and again it was like most of the women right where they was running it and of course they were married most of them were married some weren't but still they had everything under control and their husband was just kind of there but (laughs) i don't want to do i don't want to i don't want it to sound you know but they were there but their women was like up talk to talk to her about it you better go to her about this you got you know so it's just that's kind of how i grew up so then when i got married and ahmad was more like no i'm the leader so we butt heads a lot but i tell you the crazy thing is it actually feels better on this side right it does it does feel better so it's like i was always how does like it feel better? You said, like it took some took some like weight off your shoulders it that did instead of me thinking that i need to have it all together i right. gotta do it i gotta lead it i gotta plan it i gotta budget it i got you know like so everything that I, that i would do as a single woman but then when i'm married it's like i still wanted to be that woman that had it together because for me i looked at it like a failure if i was not an ace woman then i am a weak woman and that is a big negative you know but then i learned like oh well no actually that's not a negative and i and actually and let me put it out there no one told me that's a negative i did that in my own head on my on my own okay so that was they my perspective. I told you, but I think they modeled it. That's right? what they you, modeled. You came yeah. up with that. So that, that here's my question: Where do you think that came from? So yeah. when, when I hear, you know, uh, my family was a long line of strong women. Yeah. What does strong women mean? Because some sometimes right. we That's cloak it in. Is is this just unwilling to submit? Yeah. Uh, not not trusting of men in their life. Uh, you know, because I mean, mm-hmm. you could. Like I think we're all for strong people. Yeah. No, nobody wants somebody you know weak and right insecure all the time. But I think sometimes we hi- what what's hiding behind strong women? 
in your family? Was it we gave up on trusting men because we had experiences where men weren't trusting, so we decided yeah. mm-hmm. they can't be trusted? Because that, that's that's not a healthy, strong yes, woman. Right. Right. That's a compensating and deciding not to have a healthy relationship right. and trust the other person. So right. where do you think that strong woman came that's from? That's exactly what you just said. Oh, okay. um, so I, I think my own question. Yeah, <laughs> I think that that's where it came from is maybe like maybe no trust or just saying, you know what, I don't trust you, but... But I'm just going to do my own thing. You do your own thing. So it's because it's either you get a divorce or you don't and you just live like that. You know, it's kind of what I saw as a kid. But me being a girl, it's just like, well, she got it together, you know. And oh, okay, that's the way it's supposed to be. All right. I got it. You know. Um, And so that's kind of what it was for me. Was it verbalized as well? Because I've talked to people where not only was it modeled, it was verbalized. You um, only need a man for love. If he's not loving you, get rid of him. No. Okay. That it was not verbalized. It was just modeled. Gotcha. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that was it. So now how do you, because um, then it sounds like to me, you've seen some of that stuff generationally. Mm-hmm. And now that you're in a marriage where you go, I actually think it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. And maybe even a biblical thing. We'll go there yes, in a minute. But yes, yes. How do you now model that for the next generation coming up? That's it. I put it out there like, you know, I remind people that your husband is the head. And it's crazy because, you know, when you're online, you don't know if you're talking to a believer or not, you know, immediately. And so I try to, you know, tiptoe a little bit of like saying your husband is the is the lead. Right. Even, this be, is, even a lot of believers would be like, well, yeah, 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 right. Yeah. And, you know, what I like to tell people all the time is, you know, they look at um, they look at certain couples as, you know, somebody being weak. And I don't want to be like that. And they the, what they really do is compare submission to an abusive relationship. Gotcha. That's how they compare it online. And then I go and I tell them, do you not know that Bill Cosby and Claire Huxtable? Well, his name wasn't. What was his name? (laughs) Heathcliff. Huxtable. The Huxtable. was that cat. Cartoon cat. That's the name too? Uh, Oh, anyway, the Cosby Show. Let's just say that. Okay. There we go. We got a Friends reference in this episode, a Cosby (laughs) Show, and Heathcliff the Cat. And it's interesting that we're bringing Cosby into anything. (laughs) Go ahead. I'm going to run with you a little bit. He's TV character or real life Cosby. We're going to TV character. We're going to the Cosby Show. Okay. And I tell people all the time, do you not realize that she was submissive? Like, she was a strong woman. She's an attorney. He's a doctor. But he was still the head of his family. But people forget that. And it's like, why do you look at someone that's being abused like, don't know, I can't talk, or I'm afraid of him, and you think that's a mission? So it's like, today in our world, people don't even know what real submission is. And people have just, they don't get it. So that's my only response. Like, hello, did you watch the Cosby show as a kid? There's your an example of real submission. Do they ever come back with... You know, and his idea of su- submission outside of that was no. You know, they don't go there because they know my point. Your drink. They know my point. They yes, know my point. I'm gonna so. call this one inebriated, inebriated <laughs> submission. Yeah. But I think I think to speak into your your idea, that's because they got the wrong idea of headship. So if yeah. you see headship as servant, right, the leadership is serving. Leadership is having the best interest of those you lead in mind, not your own best interest in mind. Mm-hmm. That that submission is a great thing when you're doing it to a headship. That this desire, well, 
you know, the Bible compares marriage, husband and wife, to the relationship of Jesus and the church. Yes. And so Jesus was willing to put the highest good of his bride as his highest goal, even to the point of giving his life up for her. Mm. Right. So that that's the headship biblically that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. The person who goes, your good is my greatest goal, even if it costs me my life. Mm. Right. Like, uh, I'll submit to that. Shoot. You yes. know, yeah. You want to prioritize well, me like that? Yes. What you need from me? Exactly. I mean, right. you're talking about strong women. I mean, but uh, fathers, I mean, modeling, especially, well, that's really their daughters, too, to see it. One of my favorite movies, We Were Soldiers. Have you guys ever seen that movie? I love that movie. It's huh. a great movie. It's a it's a it's a true story, a war movie. But anyway, based, so based on a true story, based on a true yeah. story, whatever. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> so Mel Gibson, you know, as a leader, is the first one in the battle and the last one to leave the battle as the leader. And so you know, that's you said Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson's in that not movie. The, this not this is not the Patriot. No, 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 no. Oh. We Were Soldiers. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but, but my point in that is that's what the modeling, you don't see that modeling in dads today. Mm. Really. You don't see a lot of that where, where leadership is looked upon as being dominant and, you know, doing, getting things done my way and all that where, where you know, I think that's a great example just, of being a leader. Just pure selfishness. You're right. Know, you don't know how many couples you counsel where, you know, the the husband's goal and, and many of the fights and conflicts are around him wanting to do his own thing. Right. Mm. I want to golf with my buddies on Saturday for six hours. I want to, you know, <laughs> be in two softball leagues and three kickball leagues. And right. I got whole thoughts on men playing softball when they're old, but that's, you know, <laughs> that, that's a whole that's different something issue. Else, huh? But But it's the idea of I want to continue all these selfish <laughs> right. hobbies mm. and pursuits. Um, that's not your role in this season of life. Right. Your role is to grow up and develop and lead. So. I mean, for me, what I picked up, for my family I thought the best way to describe kind of my childhood picking stuff up was in a top five. Oh, oh here I mean, we go who that's the best who way right seen that coming <laughs> nobody a, yeah, yeah okay great yeah and in saying this this is family I'm not throwing my parents under the bus on all these right <laughs> so we're talking this is just what I you know so this is not necessarily recognize. your parents this, this is, is just what right could this be is more like East Texas mindset, maybe oh, you might say, okay. you know. So, so yeah. Okay. So boy, were, quit talking about us on your radio show, boy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, did, did I hear my radio show? That's right. No, it is my radio. Yeah. It is my radio show. Yeah. <laughs> as, as far as he knows, as far as he knows, boy, I hear two other people on there. <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah, number five. If Mama ain't happy, ain't nobody's happy. <laughs> So that whole mentality yeah. of just make her happy right. is gonna lead to resentment someday. Happy right? wife, happy yeah, life. Oh, that's yeah. Good. Yeah. Yep, yeah. Number four. This was a um, you know just let's just keep this between you and me. Don't tell your father. Mm. That kind of ah. thing, right? Yeah. Right. You, you actually see some families where there's a lot of that. Don't there tell is your a lot mother, of that. Don't tell your father. Even the little it's these this, are big things. This right? Division. Like, it's just like it's like hey, guess what? Me and your mom or right. dad are not unified, so I don't agree with them. So exactly. let's just keep mm. this And we're not talking deal. about don't tell your dad I stole the neighbor's car or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. We're talking about little yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Mm. All right, number three, honey, get me a beer. That's a big East Texas. Boy, thing. nothing wrong with that. <laughs> 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 
I just knew that was coming in. Yeah. Honey, give me a beer. That's that whole division. That's like, uh, I got oh. my role. She's got her. She oh, needs yeah. her place. You know, yeah, that's she, that whole she thing. She should know that thing should be chilled and cracked <laughs> open on the counter when I walk in the door. There Come you on. go. Uh-huh. <laughs> Number two. Oh, let's see. I'm not giving in. She's got to come crawling to me. Jeez. Oh, okay. Yep, yep. Mm. Fair then number one, this is a big one. What they don't know won't hurt them. <laughs> the water boy. Yeah. The water boy. So what they don't go. know won't hurt them. Yeah, see? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. So that was that was my childhood summed up in the top five. All right. Nice. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that explains a lot. Does it? Yeah. I think that, that indicator. So, so <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> let's uh-huh. ide- let's identify. Yeah. You know what some, happened uh, there? Yeah, You've been, got, uh, got a little choked taking up Taking the Mickey to toot someone too much. Yeah, yeah. 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 Nobody so, knows yeah, what that means. Nobody's gonna mom. catch that. Yeah, hey, if, we, if we have one listener yeah. in England, yeah. they're gonna catch right onto that, bro. Oh my god. <laughs> So let's give some examples. Sometimes people don't know or recognize family patterns. So yes. I mean, let's just run through some. Okay. So uh, things like pride. Mm. You, you mm-hmm. see that sometimes generationally through families, through grandpa, dad. There's just an arrogance or pride to who we are. That's not healthy. Uh, poverty. You see that yeah. being a pattern pattern in people's life where there's just not not good handling of finances, not right. an understanding of the long game budgeting. I think privacy is a family pattern for a lot of people. Like don't let nobody else know our business. What mm-hmm. stays, you know, goes on in our home stays in our home. Right. Uh, obviously, mm-hmm. things like Toya talked about divorce or infidelity, mm-hmm. uh, incest. Mm-hmm. You often see those wow. being patterns passed down. Uh, no resolution of conflict or poor communication. You got families that just do not resolve stuff. We just don't talk about it. Sweep it under, under the, the rug. rug. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Mm. So, so I think those are a lot of, we want to say, the only th- patterns around are unhealthy, right? Mm-hmm. You got healthy stuff. You sure. see families yeah. where, you know, hard work ethic is yeah. valued. Mm. You see things where family is of value. Yeah. Spending sure. time together, supporting one another. You, you see families where good communication is yeah. really right. modeled and valued and some of those kind of things. So I think some of those are, are family patterns that, that we can recognize. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, I know just, just from, from my family growing up, I think there, there was a lot of good things, but I think faith mm. was a huge you know, I would say pattern that mm-hmm. that was in the family, and so they, hey, this is an important aspect of who we are, mm-hmm. and and how we view the world, and how we view life, and how we process and handle disappointment right. and tragedy, and you know, I mean, it infects so many areas of your life. Mm-hmm. I think was definitely one, and I think I think my parents did a great job of just modeling fiscal responsibility. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, not living beyond your means, not being in debt, not being controlled by that kind of stuff. And yeah. so, you know, that's something that has just always made sense, right? Yeah. And so when you right. combine those faith in fiscals, tithing and some things like that, being generous or just, they're just natural. Yeah. You find, kind of find yourself, I don't even think about it. It's just, it just makes sense. And so, um, you know, I think we can have a lot of family patterns that are good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously my dad takes some heat on this just because of you, not because of me, but <laughs> but but there was great stuff. I mean, what you're saying about the faith, uh, that was huge growing up in my family, but you know that like when I had, you know, the divorce time and that that tough time, there was no 
you know, he they they showed support. There was no condemnation. Boy, was, you embarrassed the family is yeah. what you did. There was none of that. There was none of that. None of that. Wow. Of that. Well, thanks for taking my moment and destroying yeah. it. But that's fine. That's, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> but no, yeah. So I mean, there was there was we a didn't lot of support. You were having that. a moment. My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody could recognize that's that right. moment. Yeah. So. I, you know, I need to go back to our last show of uh, counseling. Whatever we talked about. Signs you made Signs I mean, counseling. Working with Eric. Working with Eric that could be that very well could be it could be yeah. Yeah. yeah no but yeah so there are modeling good stuff I mean the the support of your kids whenever you know whenever the train wrecks happen and that was big for me mm-hmm. yeah I would say if, if you're if you're listening and you're like mm, uh, I don't really recognize any patterns I would say ask close friends who have spent time with you and your family because sometimes other people can see stuff that you're oblivious to that's true uh, right. to to understand um, because I think the end game, and why are we even talking about family patterns? Because I think if we don't recognize them, we repeat them. Yes. And what Toya said earlier was, I, I've seen this stuff. I'm trying to break the pattern. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I'm trying to figure out how I do something different so that the generations below me see see what we want to see modeled. Right. And so if you can't recognize it, you, you can't break it and you will tend to repeat it. Mm-hmm. But let's throw this in there. Here, here's something I've seen often is uh, in in the realm of Christians, right? Mm. So oftentimes, family culture is strong. Yes. And sometimes, uh, ethnic culture is super strong, <laughs> right? Depending on where you came from. <laughs> so what I see oftentimes is a clash. Uh-huh. Uh. You have Christians yes. that are that. So here's here's my definition of Christian. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've received. The salvation offered to you, mm-hmm. and you've now made Jesus Lord. Mm-hmm. So, a Christian to me is Jesus is both Savior and Lord. Right. Not yes. just I receive right. salvation and I do whatever I want. Yes. So, if Jesus is Lord, then the primary foundation, belief system, mm-hmm. culture, everything that drives me is Christ likeness mm-hmm. and and Bible based. Mm-hmm. But I'm seeing a lot of people who are Christians. But I think their biblical foundation is often coming in second place to their family culture or their ethnic uh, culture. Yep. Yeah. Anybody see that? I think Talk you on something over Talk here. I think you on something over here. All right. So yeah, he's been I on mean, every it. show. He's on. Yeah, something. I'm on something. <laughs> but, but carry on. Go ahead. <laughs> so that's it. It's like it's like you know my whole life. I'm following my family, following the culture, following all of that, right? right. And then when I get saved, I'm st- then I'm kind of like, mm, all right, so when I'm around my church people, I'm going to do this. And when I'm around my family, I got to take the lead again. You know, I have to be in charge again. And it it, ha- it happened where I was just like, you know what? No, no more of this back and forth. No so there's more a reason lukewarm. why Christ said in order to follow me and be my disciple, you got to hate your mother and your father, right? Well. Yeah. There you go. Exactly. It wasn't hatred <laughs> right it was just right that's now secondary exactly yes. there you go and when i understood that i was just like man and again y'all i'm telling you it feels so much better on this side join mm. me mm. Yeah. so i think the you have, revolution i think you <laughs> join I, yeah i think you have to decide i've noticed this a lot of times counseling nigerian couples uh-huh because the nigerian culture is strong right. and male dominated yeah. mm-hmm. and so i've i've sat with professing Christian Nigerian couples where the husband's 
unfaithfulness mm. is repetitive. Mm. And the wife saying that all of her sisters, aunts, mm. mother, cousins are saying, well, you just know this is how Nigerian men are. Oh, oh yeah, right. And, and so I will ask the question, mm. what, what's the primary driver for your life? Is it a biblical culture mm. or is it your ethnic culture and that because is that tough. that that's going to determine the advice i give you yeah right. because if you're saying that you know i mean it's like if you're a christian the foundation first and foremost is the gospel yeah family tradition and culture must follow that right. and watch this and not be in conflict with it so you can't tell me uh, that that we're supporting this idea right. for the example I gave that, that the infidelity is just part of it and it's okay and they can have a second wife or wherever you go when right. you go that is in in perfect conflict mm. with right. the gospel of Jesus Christ they they can't run simultaneously so right. you gotta call sin sin yes even if it's like well this is just a strong family culture no, no that's sin is what that yeah. is if, if we're biblical and, and, you're, and you're choosing that to, to right? accept it it's a cop out cause I mean go back to 90 day fiance look at look at Michael let's and Angela Michael, let's go back to Michael, Michael and Angela shoot we just went straight Michael from the said, Bible almost, to 90 <laughs> reality TV we we almost almost made it. Quick. Hell, we hold on hold on I thought because... we were having a biblical moment Jason <laughs> wait, 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 because because Michael is Nigerian and he said he is going to be faithful to Angela and she's all the way over here in America. So that is a choice. He's not saying no, I'm but Nigerian. But might say if she can't have a baby that he yeah. will take a second wife. Yeah, yeah. I no, thought he said that too. No, no, he said he wanted to use uh, it, a surrogate. But he Michael's, does not want a second wife. Michael's scared. I thought of Angela. I heard that's second a whole wife thing. one no, time. No, no, she thought that's what he was saying. Yeah, but yeah, that's I why that's why I brought him up. That's why I, I brought him too. up because no, he's all he's always said I only want one wife. I'm no. He's like, I don't want that life. I wonder how he plans for uh, the surrogate to get pregnant. That would be my question. That's, that's maybe, I'm question. not taking her as a Eric. wife, but, but we're going to consummate this baby. Man, he's he trying to do the test, too. That's what he's trying to do. I don't know huh. about that. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if I trust so. him. Well, thank you for joining us, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> so, if y'all want to check out some older episodes, just to give you more on this one, uh, episode 16 on our podcast talked about family drama, and episode 8 went back to mutual submission, if you want to check that okay. out again. Okay, yeah. I, need, I need like a deep voice little intro, and now, by the numbers. Uh, okay. Yes, yes. yes. so go back to episode science. 16, episode 8, and if you want to uh, follow me on Instagram, Toya underscore. They don't. Marriage oh, advice. I, I do. I Thank get marriage you. advice from you See? online. I All like right. it. I click that little heart button. <laughs> Sometimes I make a little comment. <laughs> yeah, I see you. yeah, yeah, yeah. I see you with the eyes, the big eyes. I see you. Yeah. I'm getting so, better. Y'all, thank you so much for joining us, and we'll catch you next time. Peace out.